Hi, my beautiful friends. I hope you are having just an amazing week. I'm so happy to be able to spend a little bit of time with you talking about the temple this week. Um, This is the Latter-day Ladies podcast, and I am your host and your friend, Jenny Moss. This week, we're going to build upon what we talked about last time. Uh, We're going to talk about ritualistic learning. We're going to talk about symbolism and uh, the power that we can receive within the temple. A couple years ago, I had a conversation with a woman who asked why the temple was set up in such a rigid way. She said, why don't we have a set mass every week? Why is the temple so different in the way that we worship? I've thought about this conversation quite a bit and have had many incredible studies spurred from pondering the things that she asked. So thank you, lady, for talking to me about your questions because it's helped me gain a lot of information and clarity um, from the things that you voiced. First thing was that I noticed that the learning in the temple is more rigid because the initiatory, the endowment, and the sealing are all ordinances. The Lord has a very specific way that he wants ordinances done. The sacrament and ordinations to the priesthood offices, baptism, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, they're all done with specific verbiage and a physical action to complete it. So why is the entire temple experience the same? Every initiatory, every endowment. This is an amazing question. Rituals are everywhere in the world. Many are not in a formal setting. Some people bring their favorite drink every morning to work. Other people have a set schedule on how they clean their house each week. Every night in our home, we do a simple evening ritual. We feed the kids dinner, and at dinner we talk about the highs and lows of the day. Then the kids get themselves ready for bed. When they cuddle up together on the couch, we all watch a church movie together, either a Bible, a Book of Mormon video, or an LDS Kids on YouTube video. Then we discuss what we watched, pray, and the kids go to bed. We have done this ritual for many, many years. When we go to my parents' house, we usually do the exact same routine, and if we do, bedtime goes smoothly. The kids have learned that within this framework, they can calm their bodies and get ready to sleep. I believe the same thing goes for the temple. We have the opportunity to hear the same words, see the same symbols, and participate physically in ordinances in the same way each temple experience. Within this framework, we learn through audio, visual, and kinesthetic cues. The Lord has employed a method to teach all different learning types so that each person, regardless of the way that they consume information best, can be taught. This is the ritual the Lord has built his house of learning on, for hundreds of reasons, I'm sure. One of which is that we need repeated opportunity for learning. I have said the phrase to myself so many times, You don't get to choose when other people learn, meaning that just because I have had a certain life experience that has provided me understanding and a depth of truth, I cannot expect the same understanding from others. 
I've repeated this so many times, (laughs) but I feel like every time I say it, the truth becomes more embedded into the fabric of my soul. The words, images, and physical actions that we take part in, the clothing that we wear in the temple, the promised blessings that we have are repeated for our benefit. While in the temple learning and in our everyday life, we can repeat in our minds the things that we have promised and the things that have been promised to us. There is power in reflecting on the words that become so familiar to us that they start becoming embedded into the fabric of our souls. On our last show, we talked about how symbols have the power of meaning different things at different times with the tree becoming different in each teaching that was shared. The same can happen with symbols when we reflect on the things that are taught symbolically in the temple. S. Michael Wilcox taught in his book, House of Glory, that symbolic teaching almost, quote, forces us to ask questions, end quote. He says, quote, it invites pondering and reflection. We find ourselves naturally asking, what does it mean? Why do we do that? Why are we shown this? What is this meaning of the clothing? Perhaps that is what the Lord wants us to do and keep doing until answers come. The symbols are different, so we will not become so accustomed to seeing them that we cease to ask questions, end quote. I've thought about that in regards to the conversation I had with the woman who talked about um, the rigid way that we learn in the temple. She asked that question, and it has spurred so many things within my own mind. When we're willing to notice things, that is when the Lord can teach us. And there's a lot of things that we can notice within the temple. One thing I've thought about is the white clothing that we wear. How that white clothing is the great equalizer. We're all in the same color. That the white also symbolizes where we want to end up in our heavenly home. How with white, I look at people a little bit differently. I can picture them as the children of God that they are. That they're on this same journey back to God and not look at them as the people who may have offended me in church or cut me off in traffic. The white clothing can signify how we are all made clean through the blood of the Savior, Jesus Christ. The contrast of the clothing can help us see how our everyday street clothes are put away and we are positively reminded in our putting on our white clothes that we are becoming prepared to be taught. How in white we can walk spotless before God through the atonement of Christ. There are endless symbolic meanings and power to noticing the elements that create our temple worship. David E. Swanson of the 70 taught that temples, quote, symbolically and literally remind us and teach us about Christ and his Father. Our temple worship today 
includes many symbolic references to Christ, from the spires on the outside that point our minds heavenward to the white clothing that we wear inside the temple. End quote. Many years ago, I was told to notice every element I could about the temple construction and how it could relate back to the atonement of Christ. Since then, I've become fascinated with things like light fixtures. Um, I remember looking once at a light fixture and seeing the reflection of the light through each piece of crystal. It made me think about the source of light being Christ and how I could be like that same crystal, reflecting his bright light. I've noticed chandeliers in the temple being designed in three tiers and thought about the Godhead and how pivotal each role is to the other two within. Furniture, paintings, fabric, music, every single element of the temple can teach us to look and find Jesus. It is a skill that we can cultivate and ask for help from the Lord so that we can better understand what we need to develop in the temple. President Nelson said, quote, Everything taught in the temple through instruction and through the Spirit increases our understanding of Jesus Christ. His essential ordinances bind us to him through sacred priesthood covenants. Then, as we keep our covenants, he endows us with healing, strengthening power. End quote. President Boy K. Packer said, if you, go, if you will go to the temple and remember the teaching is symbolic, you will never go in the proper spirit without coming away with your vision extended, feeling a little more exalted, with your knowledge increased as things as to things that are spiritual. End quote. The prophet promised that we will be endowed or given the gift of healing and that we will have our own individual power strengthened. President Packer promised us that our vision will be extended and we will feel a little more exalted with the increase of knowledge. These promised blessings can be accessed as we learn what God has for us from each temple experience. I say experience because I know health challenges, distance, finances, and other things can keep us from attending the temple as often as we'd like. But we can experience the sacred and revelatory temple worship by studying elements of the initiatory, endowment, or sealing session. We can do as the prophet instructed us by searching in the, script, in the scriptures, Exodus, Leviticus, the Old Testament, as well as the books of Moses and Abraham in the Pearl of Great Price. They underscore the antiquity of temple work and the enduring nature of its ordinances. He also encouraged us to study keywords like anoint, covenant, sacrifices, and temple. By making time and creating a greater understanding of the covenants of the temple within ourselves, we will be able to find more value for the experiences that we have within the walls of the temple and the power that we take with us into the world. President Nelson said that the temple is 
so packed full of revelation to those who exercise their strength to seek and see that no human words can explain or make clear the possibilities that reside in the temple service. End quote. We have an endless opportunity to learn from the temple ordinances. Each word choice, symbol, story gives us a deeper look into who God is, into the purpose of the plan of salvation, the atonement of Jesus Christ, and our eternal destiny. I have found that the more I understand the true nature of God, the more I understand the true nature of myself. Anthony Sweat said, It is possible that as you begin to participate in this ancient order, you may feel a little uncertain at times. But remember that many people feel uncertain when experiencing something unfamiliar, even when it's right and good. Rest assured, all that occurs within the walls of the temple is uplifting and ennobling. But don't confuse being uplifted with being fully comfortable and familiar. Don't flee from this discomfort or think it is erroneous. Like Jacob, wrestle with what God and his angels have placed in front of you. This wrestle will enable God to bless you and to see him more clearly. End quote. Don't flee from discomfort. I love this idea. My knee-jerk reaction for most of my life was to flee from discomfort. I still fight that urge to never pick up the phone because I don't want to feel the discomfort of taking a phone call. All the unknown truth and light from the Lord exists outside our comfort zone. It is powerful to show God our trust for him in participating and working on something we don't totally understand but know that he wants us to do it. This week, two of my children have birthdays and we decided to finally get a puppy. My kids had absolutely no idea what we were doing when we went to go pick her up. None of them wanted to get into the car. They were all plain and content and thought we were just doing a boring grocery pickup. I told them, you gotta trust me. We're gonna do something great, but I need you to get into the car. They were all so happy that they did. I don't think I've ever seen them that joyful. Later, my daughter said, Mom, you told me I was going to love my present. I had no idea how much love I could have. God has done similar things for me. When he's asked me to get into the car, when I feel completely content in what I'm doing, it's uncomfortable for me to stop what I'm doing but I do because the Lord has asked me to. Getting into the car qualifies me for the blessings of whatever the Lord has for me. The temple is a way for the Lord to give us power and blessings, many of which we do not know or yet understand. But if we're willing to trust him and do what he asks, we will always feel that joy. President Nelson reminded us that, quote, every activity, every lesson, all that we do in the church points to the Lord and his holy house. Our efforts to proclaim the gospel, perfect the saints, 
and redeem the dead all lead to the temple. Each holy temple stands as a symbol of our membership in the church, as a sign of our faith in life after death, and as a sacred step towards eternal glory for us and our families. End quote. He didn't say, if you don't understand everything in the temple yet, you should probably stop going. No. The Lord has encouraged us to come back to find the joy in the temple, to do like President Nelson said, to see that every effort that we make in the church relates back to the temple, to the ordinances and the covenants that we make. The temple is the house of God, and learning there takes time and experience and practice and patience to understand and utilize the knowledge therein. It requires us to slow our pace and prepare to receive. President uh, Joseph Smith said to his apostles when they were struggling with many difficult issues at the beginning of the church, quote, you need an endowment in order that you may be prepared and able to overcome all things, end quote. Joseph knew that he and his 12 apostles needed a gift, the power of God to receive greater understanding of the Lord's purposes and gospel, the power to fulfill divinely appointed callings and to have the ability to call upon that power, direction from the Lord when serving him and serving others, an increase of hope and comfort and peace, as well as many other blessings spoken explicitly in the temple ceremonies. We may not be members of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, but we have been called to a specific work here on earth, and the Lord wants to endow us with power. The way for us to do that is not only to participate in temple ordinances, but to understand what they have for us here and for eternity, to understand our covenants more fully, and to participate in them with a full purpose of heart. Gary E. Stevenson said, You are never lost when you see the temple. The temple will provide direction for you and your family in a world filled with chaos. It is an eternal guidepost, which will help you from getting lost in the mist of darkness. End quote. I have loved the experience of coming to know God more fully through understanding temple learning. I know that God intends for all of us to be endowed with power. He knows that we need that power to be able to overcome all the things in this life. I pray that we will have the patience with ourselves and with the temple ordinances to be able to ask questions and seek for answers. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing day and that you take the time to ask those questions to God. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.